When you need internal audit, SOX, or IT audit support, contact Thomas Molinex at Revision Management Consulting. Based in Houston, Texas, his experts average 15 years experience in a variety of industries and business types. Contact Thomas today via Messenger here on LinkedIn or at Thomas at r-vmc.com. Again, that is Thomas at r-vmc.com. All right, all right, my friends. Welcome to episode number 23 of Audit Bites. And you've seen the title. It's all fun and games until the auditor gets fired. It's all fun and games until the auditors get fired. I'm your host, Robert Berry. This is episode number 23 of the first live show where we talk about, well, auditing. Guess what, you guys? You can even get CPEs just for watching me. Go to auditbytes.com for more. Now, I know some of you see the I Love Audit shirt that I have on here. It's a very nice shirt, isn't it? If you would like your shirt, you can go over to my store and go pick it up. We'll drop some links to the store in the comments so that you can actually pick yours up. But back to today's topic. It's all fun and games until the auditor is fired. Now, you're probably wondering what I'm talking about today. Well, this is a continuation of some things we've been talking about for the last few weeks. If you recall, in episode 21, we talked about how the city of Fort Lauderdale, Florida, fired its chief auditor. Fired him. In an open meeting. You can watch the meeting on YouTube, actually. I'll try to drop a link into the chat for that after the show is over. But let's summarize quickly what happened. You see, the chief auditor there investigated the police chief because of some complaints that he had received. There were allegations that he was working on the clock while working another job as well. And an, an anonymous whistleblower actually provided some evidence showing what was happening. Now, the city mayor called this whistleblower a coward for coming forward. That just seems strange to most, but we've covered that in episode 21. So go back and watch episode 21. Then they questioned whether or not the auditor had the authority to actually perform this audit engagement. Hmm. Never mind the results. Was the chief guilty or innocent? They questioned whether the auditor had the authority to perform the audit engagement. That was the issue they had at hand with the chief auditor. Now, let's also add to this. The chief auditor had performed an investigation the prior year of the same police chief where he was accused of nepotism and he was found not guilty of that. What they were saying was happening was not actually happening. I don't think this same oversight board had an issue when things came up in a manner to which the police chief was not doing what was alleged. So now there was an allegation. There was an investigation. The oversight board took issue with the fact that the auditor did an investigation, questioning whether he had the authority to do the investigation. The same auditor had been doing this for almost 15 years at the organization, and he actually started the audit department. He had done previous investigations to which that oversight board had received the audit reports. Now, the entire time he was at this organization, he also had never received any bad performance reviews. All right. So that is where we are now. So let's go to our audience real quick and take a look at some of our good friends that are here today. 
Doreen is here. Doreen says, great topic again. If you guys don't know Doreen, she's my partner in crime. We do a Saturday morning show called Good Morning LinkedIn. If you've never tuned into it, tune into it. And my man Thomas is here. He says, happy Friday. Looking forward to today's topic. Thomas, I'm actually in your city right now. We've got to go grab lunch or coffee or dinner or something real soon. Now, Thomas says that he prefers the I Love Audit mug. Thomas just purchased the I Love Audit mug and sent me a nice video. If you want a mug to drink your tea or coffee out of, go over to my website, get your mug from the store. Now, Richard Chambers is here and Richard says, Fort Lauderdale, another city where oversight has gone to die. Oh, man. I couldn't have said it any better. Oversight has definitely died there. And again, if you listen to episode number 21, I covered this in detail as far as what happened in the city of Fort Lauderdale. But here's what I want to talk about today. If you recall episodes one and five of this podcast, which I'm sure all of you remember those episodes. <laughs> if you recall episodes one and five of this podcast, I titled them Auditors Should Always Assess the Aftermath. Now, what I talked about then is when someone leaves an organization, whether it's a C-level executive or a director level when someone leaves, always assess the aftermath. Look at what happened after they left, especially if they left under contentious terms. Now, in this particular episode, we're turning that focus on the auditor. When an auditor leaves an organization, especially a chief auditor, look at the circumstances surrounding when they left. That will give you some clues as to the culture in the organization, the oversight structure in the organization, the culture in the audit department, and the oversight structure within the audit department. These should be context clues that I want auditors to tune into when you are either A, deciding whether you want to stay with your current company or not, B, looking for another job, or three, just deciding to give it all up and just say, oh, forget it. Because that happens too, right? Okay. So auditors should always assess the aftermath. I think when we look at the situation at hand in the city of Fort Lauderdale, where a chief auditor did an investigation, the investigation actually substantiated the information that he had received. And his oversight committee in a public meeting said that they had no confidence in him and terminated him. Yet he had almost 15 year, a 15 year history with no bad performance reviews. I think that's something where auditors now, either currently working for the city or considering working for the city, should assess the aftermath of what happened after this gentleman was terminated. And that is where we're going to start today, my friends, because there is more to the story. And the more to the story is just as fascinating as the story itself. So just hold on tight. But before we get there, there's one thing that I want to tell you guys about. Now, it's the beginning of the year. We all have to get 40 hours of CPE to maintain our certified internal auditor certification, right? Why not start early in doing that? So what I'm going to talk to you about is a great chapter, the North Jersey chapter. They're having an event on May the 11th. And, and guess, guess who's going to be at that event doing a presentation? You guessed it. It's going to be me. Um, so the title is Ask Better Questions, Get Better Answers, Perform Better Audits. Now, I know what some of you guys are thinking, some of you are thinking right now, but wait a minute, isn't that the same title of your best-selling book that's now available on Amazon? Of course it is. So this is a four-hour session, Wednesday, May 11th from 1 to 5, but here's the kicker about it. It is virtual and 
it is $100 for non-members and $75 for members. And you guys know how expensive CPEs are. I have never seen CPEs this cheap, and we probably will never see them that cheap again. I'm dropping a link into the chat for you guys to go and check it out, because this should be, well, a pretty darn good presentation, if I do say so myself. Um, <laughs> but seriously, I want to thank you guys for joining me on Audit Bites, episode number 23. It's all fun and games until the auditor is fired. Thus far, I've told you about a situation that happened in the city of Fort Lauderdale where the chief auditor was terminated. Now, now, my friends, let's look at, talk about, and discuss the aftermath of what happened. Here's the update. The city of Fort Lauderdale has recently fired the police chief. You know, the one that was the subject of the initial investigation from the chief auditor that was terminated for doing the investigation. Wait a minute. Let me say that again. The police chief that was the subject of the investigation that the chief auditor got in trouble for doing the investigation. The city has now terminated that police chief as well. So he was there for about a year and they had a firm investigating him because of complaints of discrimination. So the claims are he was trying to hire people based on the color of their skin. He was only trying to hire minorities. Now, I don't know whether he was guilty or innocent of that or not, but that is the claim. And that is some of what triggered the investigation that uh, ensued. What he has said is that the audit report that triggered or the investigation report that triggered his termination was based on vague facts. So, okay. So based on some vague facts, they were able to terminate a police chief. However, the chief auditor produced a report where the evidence that he received actually substantiated the claim and he was terminated as well. Any auditors listening today, this should seem strange to you. Again, Anytime someone leaves an organization, especially under contentious terms, you need to assess the aftermath. What I'm looking at here in the aftermath is a situation where the, an organization seems to be fragmented and the oversight seems to be lacking. There doesn't seem to be any logic in any decisions that are being made because this in and of itself does not make any sense. A chief auditor was criticized for doing an investigation where he received an anonymous complaint. The top person in the city, the mayor, called the anonymous complainant a coward because he or she filed an anonymous complaint. These things in and of themselves should indicate an environment that needs help, a culture that is suffering. We as auditors need to perform more culture audits. We need to be aware of certain things that can cripple our culture. And this, my friends, by all practical accounts, indicate a crippled culture. So again, let's just bring everyone up to speed. Since the chief auditor has been fired, the individual that he investigated, the chief of police, has now been terminated as well due to claims of discrimination. The police chief has said that his termination was based on vague, a vague report. He's also planning to sue. He has legal counsel and he's planning to sue for wrongful termination. And, and in a quote, he said, 
if promoting diversity is the hill I'm going to die on, I will sleep well tonight. He also said, I won't let them tarnish my reputation. I won't let them tarnish the work that I have done in 24 years that I've been in this profession. So those of you watching the replay or watching live right now, I'd like to know, what do you think about this situation? What do you think about a situation where a chief auditor performed an investigation? The fact that he had the authority to do the investigation came under question, not necessarily the results of the investigation. He was terminated because of that investigation. Now, weeks later, the person that was the subject of the investigation was now terminated as well. These two things don't sit well together. Here's why I bring this up. As auditors are out there looking for jobs, you need to make sure that you have a good understanding of the culture that you are about to be a part of. Before you accept any job, there's certain things that you need to look for in an organization so that you can protect yourself. Because as we have witnessed in this case and several others, when people are angry, oftentimes they take it out on the auditors. Let me say that again. When people are angry, oftentimes they take it out on the auditors. You've heard me say this before. It just makes sense because we respond emotionally to things initially. We're not logical, rational, and reasonable. Most people in the auditing profession, we actually are somewhat rational. And we think that if we just talk to people and explain the situation to them, they'll begin to understand. That is not necessarily the case, my friends. So before you accept that new job or before you leave the job you're currently at, or if you're thinking about changing jobs, or if you just wonder what kind of culture you're in, there are a few things that I want you to consider. There are a few things that I want you to consider. The first thing that I want you to do is evaluate the evidence, man. Evaluate the evidence that you see around you. Take your emotions out of every situation and look at what's happening around you. Again, I'm not picking on the city of Fort Lauderdale, but what I've seen is a chief auditor was criticized for doing an investigation based on some legitimate information that he received. What I also saw was the top leader, the CEO of the city, the mayor, call an anonymous complainant a coward. That in and of itself shouldn't sit well with the citizens of Fort Lauderdale. Then the next thing that I saw was, well, after they fired the chief auditor, the person that was the subject of the investigation, it turns out that he was already being investigated by other areas within the organization and he was terminated. So did the auditor do a good job or not? Like why? So evaluate the evidence objectively and honestly. You know when you work for a crappy organization, just like you know when you work for a good organization. But oftentimes we're in denial for some reason or another. You know when you're interviewing for a job, if you have those red flags, you know, I like Spider-Man. If you have that spidey sense that starts tingling, you know when it tingles. Listen to it and look at the evidence. Evaluate the evidence that you see. And my man Jamal is here. Jamal, good to see you, man. He says, Robert, once again, dropping wisdom bombs. I don't know, man. I, I'm just I'm just talking. I'm just looking at the observations that are in front of me. But I appreciate you joining me. We got to catch up soon. All right. So look, look at the culture where you are, auditors. The first thing I want you to do is evaluate the evidence. The second thing that I want you to do is think about where there's smoke, there's fire. You see, this police chief had been investigated twice. That means 
something may have been there. I'm not saying that he was guilty or innocent, but there was something there that needed to be investigated. The chief auditor did his job and investigated. And for that, he was terminated. So where there's smoke, there's fire. But here's the caveat with that. Where there's smoke, there's fire. But, oh, my third point is not coming up. Okay. Where there's smoke, there's fire. But look out for controlled burns. You see, oftentimes when you look at California, every year there's a raging wildfire. And people thought that it was crazy. In order to fight a wildfire, sometimes what the firefighters will do is they will stage control burns. And what those control burns do is they help stave off the wildfires that are coming. Sometimes in organizations, people create chaos over here to blind you from the chaos that's happening over here. Don't get caught up in that. If you feel like that's happening, evaluate the evidence that you see before you. Don't get emotional. You see, there definitely is some smoke in the city of Fort Lauderdale, but some of that may actually be some control burns, which has led to the termination of a chief auditor. Probably he shouldn't have been terminated. I don't know, but there is smoke and there may be a control burn there somewhere. So if you're thinking about changing jobs right now, thinking about asking for a raise or just kind of thinking, well, what kind of culture am I in at my organization? First, Look at the evidence before you. Second, think about where there's smoke, there's fire, but recognize that you may see some control burns. And the third thing I want you to do is when you recognize that something is wrong, cut your losses. Look, we as audit professionals, we actually, people don't believe this, but we, most of us are actually quite optimistic or somewhat realistic. Like if you ask us if the, if the cup is half full, we'll probably say, yeah, it is. My personal answer is I'm just happy to have water in the glass. But most of us lean somewhat optimistic, but really realistic. And so we start to think again, if we just talk to people, maybe they'll listen. Sometimes they won't. And sometimes you have to cut your losses before you find yourself in a certain career field for far too long to a point where you get sucked into the stuff that's happening around you. So now, this has been episode number 23 of Audit Bites. Again, it's all fun and games until the auditor is fired. I'm still talking about the city of Fort Lauderdale. Why? Because I think you all need to look at this as your case study of why auditors need to evaluate culture in an organization. What are some things that you can look at within the culture? Because one thing I hear all the time is, well, it's too difficult to audit culture. It is from a statistical standpoint sometimes, but there are certain things that you can look at. However, from an anecdotal standpoint, you can look at the evidence, you can look at things that are happening around you. And if those things seem strange where there is smoke, there is fire. But you also have to be aware that sometimes it may be a control burn. Some people may be creating chaos on one hand in the organization to stop you from seeing what's happen happening on the other side of the organization. Now, after you have evaluated the evidence and you see that something is wrong and you realize that there's smoke and there's probably fire somewhere, Please don't forget to cut your losses. Sometimes you hold out for hope. But let's think about this. When you recognize certain patterns and behaviors in the workplace, those patterns and behaviors most likely are not going to change. Those patterns and behaviors that you observe most likely are not 
going to change. It is important that auditors begin to take measures to protect themselves because strange things happen in the workplace and oftentimes the first people that you want to blame are the auditors. Why? Because people often shoot the messenger before they evaluate the message. That's normal human behavior. So we as auditors shouldn't expect people to do anything other than what normal humans do. Normal, irrational humans at that. But we shouldn't expect any different behavior. So episode number 23, it's all fun and games until, well, the auditor is fired. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. If you want to see more, go to auditbytes.com for the past 22 episodes and this one as well. Go to YouTube and you'll be able to find the video of most of these episodes as well. I'm Robert Berry, episode 23 of Audit Bites. Until next time. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Audit Bites. If you want to do more, see more, be more, check out our website at auditguide.com where you will find quality training. Audit merch. Yes, we have hats, shirts, and other apparel, as well as past copies of this podcast and the Friday Froster podcast. www.auditguide.com. Thanks for joining us.